Welcome to Child Care Conversations with Kate and Carrie. Welcome back to Child Care Conversations with Kate and Carrie. And Carrie and I are so glad today we are going to introduce you to one of our super friends. And so Erica is here today and Erica is so amazing. And she is one of our super friend directors who actually gets to go to all kinds of different locations. She doesn't get to just be a superhero in one location. She gets to be a superhero in lots of locations and she gets to be a superhero trainer. And so um, we are excited to talk about her superhero powers, about some of the experiences that she's had in her career and some tips that she has for those of you who may want to do a little bit more than just be maybe a superhero director and want to empower other directors uh, in your community. So with that, Harriet, okay. why don't you start us off? Well, I was going to say, Erica, how did you get here? Like, can you give us your origin story? How did you get here? Okay. Um, I will be the first person to say that I never thought that I would be in childcare. Um, so I got started in childcare about 15 years ago. Um, my son was one and I was dropping him off super early in the morning. I mean, like the center, they were six to six and I was dropping him off at 6.05 and picking him up at 5.55. And um, I would get there and I would be like, I know you're getting ready to close. Can I just sit for two minutes? Because I was working in the medical field at the time as a medical assistant. And um, I hated it. I hated what I was doing. And so I was kind of sit and they, they let me, you know, uh, they were so nice. And now that I'm in childcare, I feel like I need to write them a long apology letter about how I didn't let them go home. Um, but I digress. Um, so I about, you know, after about a year of doing, no, not even a year of being in the medical field and dropping him off like that, I was like, nope, I can't do this anymore. And the director of the center that he was going to was like, how would you like to work here? And I was like, okay, that sounds great. Why not? Um, and I was like, I'm only going to do it till he's in school. And then here I am 15 years later. <laughs> so um, that did not work out as planned. Um, but I love it. And I, really glad that she offered me that job because I don't think I would have ever decided to do this on my own. Um, this is literally the perfect job for me. I cannot sit down. I'm just a big kid um, at heart. So playing with the kids and like, I love outside. Um, you know, like you can find me running around with them on the playground all the time. I'm sitting on the floor. Um, I was a teacher after I, I taught with at that school for about a year. And then I moved to another school and was there for about four years. And it was a very different setup. It was more of a Montessori type program. Um, and that's not my thing, not my style. Um, I stayed there for a bit and then I moved on to a more, a bigger, more corporate school. And I was there for five years, learned so much from that experience. Um, and then I moved to where I'm at now. And I had been teaching as an infant teacher at the time. And one of our bosses walked in and I was holding one baby. I was sitting on the floor, kind of had my legs spread out, had two drinking bottles in my lap. One I was rocking with my foot and she was like, you need to be a director because you can wear all the hats. And I was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, and I, that's kind of where it started. And um, we need a picture of that. Okay, I wish I had saying, one. we need to find you an infant room somewhere. You need to find an infant room and go replicate that 
just for the picture so that when you're giving keynote speeches or somebody asks you to give your origin story or when did you know you could be a director, that picture you need to have. I mean, you painted the perfect picture because I could definitely see it. Now, Carrie can't, but Carrie can't ever see That's them. My brain um, <laughs> but you need to get somebody to help you create that picture at a, at a, at a child care, whether it's within the program that you're currently with or not you need to go find yourself five little babies um or well maybe four but go find yourself four babies where you can make that happen because i love that love 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 that that story sorry i just oh no that's gotta, gotta jump in and get my two cents so <laughs> i had actually never thought of that as being my origin story but i really would have to say that probably is because that was that's like yeah yeah that sounds easy i can do that um it is not easy but <laughs> I, I, let me just tell you that right now it is not easy but i don't regret a second of it um so yeah that's that's kind of my origin story that's how i got here um well you know i think it's better than wolverine you know i mean um right. it beats the heck out of the wolverine story. may not be the same as wonder woman you know, but yeah you know, we'll all take our super he's just trying to irritate me <laughs> uh oh <laughs> Um, cause yes, I'm a comic book nerd and, um, we have, we have discussions anyway. <laughs> okay. So we've got the origin story and we've got a little bit about your program. Um, so you can name your program or not, that's up to you, but what makes your program different? What's your unique selling position versus, versus another program? What makes your program different? Okay. So we are different because we are actually located on a lot of um, Austin Independent School District campuses, and we are we are open to the community, but we really are here to provide childcare for the teachers that are on campus. Um, and so, you know, we we have offer a lot of different. There's a lot that goes into that. That you know, I don't different rates and things like that. We're on campus, so it's easier, especially for like the the moms of the littles. Um, you know, they can see us walking around. They really do enjoy that. And like, they can stop by if they want to nurse or something. So there's a lot of things that we really aim for that, but we do open up our spots to the community. Um, I'm not going to name our program because I actually think that it's in our contract that I'm not allowed to advertise. Um, so so that that's all I can really say. On that. But that's kind of, you know, what we do. And it's really great because that makes it summers are very optional for us breaks were closed if the teachers are not on campus we are not on campus and um i do love me some time off but i don't get it i'm working all the time so um but it's you nice need to take vacations i try <laughs> i try I, I will coach you on how to take a vacation okay i will sign up for that um, okay so what i do want to talk about though is although you have your camp your program as a whole your business as a whole or the business as a whole has locations at different schools you are not necessarily at one school all week and you don't necessarily have a traditional director position so tell us a little bit about your role um you started out as a director at were you always at multiple locations? Is that how the directors generally work? Um, or no, is that actually, just unique this year because of staffing? No, um, this we did not start out like that. Um, typically, there's always... It, I've actually been kind of doing this for a couple of years now. Um, I was definitely doing it during COVID. Um, but I, I have a 
homeschool, if you will. Um, but I have an assistant director as well. And so she takes on basically the director's responsibilities while I am at the other locations. Um, so this has been probably something I've been doing for the last two, three years where I've been going from location to location. Um, but I also do go just to, if, if they need a sub, that's definitely something that I, you know, I'm pretty, pretty useful for. Um, but I, I do go and I'll go to tour different locations, really to help them focus on their needs and what they may or may not need trainings on. And so I can spend some time there and say, okay, hey, let me help you with this. If they have a, a challenging, you know, situation with a parent or a kiddo, you know, I can kind of go in and say, okay, this, I'm just, I'm just here to watch. And then, you know, I can come up with specific solutions and kind of guide them that way. Um, so yeah, that's, that's that. Um, okay. So let's, let's talk right. about maybe what your day looks like. So you don't go in. So do you go in as an actual director substitute or you go in and you're actually there to help train the director slash teacher on maybe some missing skills? It depends on the day. Okay. Um, <laughs> I get to do a little bit of both. Um, so Sometimes I'm just that extra body. Um, sometimes I'm just, you know, I'm in there as a sub. Sometimes I'm in there specifically for training purposes. Um, it really, it really depends on the day and the needs of that particular location. A lot of times, what I like to do is I like to go in and I'm very much a lead by example type. So I will go in and be like, okay, let's see your circle time. Okay, great circle time. I'm coming back tomorrow and I'm going to take what you did. I'm going to show you how I do it, and then let's compare notes. You know, it's where do you think you can improve on that? Um, but it depends. A lot of times I find that a lot of our staff struggles with asking for help because they don't necessarily want to admit that they need the help or they don't necessarily see it as a problem. And I don't I don't like using that word problem, but we all have our challenges. We all have things that are, are harder for us. Um, I have some teachers that are they're just naturally quiet. I am not a quiet person. I am very loud. Um, you know, or like, and and I and I can think pretty quick on my feet. That might just be the ADD. I don't know, um, but you know, so I can like see things and say, okay, this needs to be fixed. Let's work on that. Um, but yeah, I just got distracted. I'm sorry. I it's forgot. Okay. <laughs> see, there you go. <laughs> but I mean, that means you found the right kind of position for you, which is one of the things you know that we talk about at the beginning of the class, right? Is know yourself and know what your strengths are so that you can balance it out with other people who can deal with the issues that are not your issues. Mm -hmm. um, like I don't do details. Kate does details. Adele does details. I don't do details. Um, Erica and I have had a couple of back and forth over the past couple of months because we changed the renewal process. And so she's like, I'm sending you the thing. And I'm like, you missed three things. And this is not my normal thing. Like I'm not the one who's dotting the eyes. And so Erica's had to go back and, and go find the, the two things that I needed. I'm working on giving that job to Adele <laughs> so that my detail oriented person can do it. But she's not used to looking at the titles and being able to go, okay, this is definitely um, management. This is definitely classroom specific. She's not used to decoding the titles yet. So that's what we're doing together. I send you emails. Then she looks at it. And she goes, this looks like it matches. Does this match? <laughs> 
so, you know, knowing that you are the person who likes to see something new and change, make a change is important. And so being in a position where you can do that and you can have no two days being the same would mean that there are some places where you being the director would be, <laughs> you've got to oh, have, absolutely. yeah. You've got to have that excitement, that variety. And by being in this position, you're able to do that. So it does, it definitely sounds that from a superhero standpoint, you definitely have matched your superhero skills with the right um, um, team organization and the right position. So um, from where I stand, one of your superhero skills is definitely, um, I know that you kind of, um, alluded to it. I'm not going to actually say it out loud because I'm not actually going to label it because your ability to do more than one thing at one time is absolutely a superhero, um, superhero, superpower. Yeah. One of those things It's a superpower. Yep. And that superpower is what makes you perfect in the type of leadership position that you are in with your organization. So, I mean, it's like she's well. No, she's like Reed Richards, Mr. Fantastic, who stretches in all kinds of different directions. I can't remember the uh, the DC version of or of Mr. Fantastic. Um, anybody who watches The Flash will be able to remember what his name is. His name, his real name is Ralph Digby. I can't remember his his uh, superhero name. Elongated man. Yes. Okay. <laughs> That's like going, um, he made it up himself. It was really bad. That's all I can remember was. I'm like, so. But, 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 but you that, know, I'm going with Elastigirl. Come on. I didn't say that. Elastigirl. There we go. <laughs> the so movies bring it, not here. the comic books. Yeah. <laughs> I don't the care. Movies. That's great. So you're Elastigirl. Now you know what you get to dress up for Halloween for the next, you know, 10 years. Perfect. <laughs> that is so good. <laughs> I like I like that not having to think about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's <kind of> nice. <laughs> get yourself a little black belt and a and a red leotard, you're good to go. <laughs> <laughs> um, so if somebody was thinking, I think I would like to start doing some training, maybe of my staff, maybe of other people's staff. What are some things that you think they should think about before starting to do some staff training? The first thing that you have to think about is your willingness to do the research, because you cannot make a really good training off of one two-page article. (laughs) (laughs) I'm shocked. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let me tell, let me tell you how I learned that. Um, That is, that is an experience. I was like, oh, I love this article. It's a great article. And um, you can only really make about five slides. I'm just saying. Um, But there's, there's a lot of stuff out there and you always want to fact check as well, you know, so if Mm. make sure you have time is really my, my big thing on that. Um, And kind of know your staff and know what they need. And if you don't know, ask, um, which is actually something that I have struggled with because I am a lifelong learner. I actually, um, on top of being a director and a mom and all that other stuff, I graduated from Texas State in 2022 after, or 2021, a couple of years ago now, that happened fast. Um, And so I actually have been talking about going back and getting my master's in adult education, um, but my degree is not at all in education. And I'm like, I was teaching and why I went with what I did, I still don't know. But anyway, um, 
but take, I love to learn. So I have books that are not in my office right now. They're all in my office at home. Um, but I have shelves full of just all different types of books. And I'm always looking for different articles and different, you know, anything that I can find. And I tend to think on a different level than a lot of other people. And one thing I say a lot is what works for me probably isn't going to work for anybody else. Um, it might. And if it does, that's great. But try to take away from what I'm talking about. If I say, um, you know, one thing, like I'll use circle time as an example. Um, I have this thing where whenever we count our days, like to figure out what day of the week it is, or num- sorry, the number day, mm-hmm. that doesn't sound right yeah, either. I got it, um, day of the month. Okay. Um, yeah. So like, well, I make my kids stand up and we jump or, you know, if I'm feeling tired, we might touch our toes that time or we'll pat our heads or something, you know, but as that might not work for you, you might not have that energy in the morning. I do. I also drink a lot of coffee, but find something that works for you. That's just what works for me. Um, and just know that everybody is different and you're not always going to reach everybody by doing the same thing. Um, and I, I learned that a couple of different ways, you know, by trying to, you know, Hey, Hey guys, we can't do that. We can't do that. We can't do that. Don't do that. (laughs) No, that don't know. Like it doesn't, it doesn't work. You gotta, you gotta change it up. Um, and just because something interests you doesn't mean everybody else is going to be interested in it either. And that's the been the hardest thing for me. Cause I'm like, Oh, well, I want to know why, um, you know, like, I want to know why kids with, you know, challenging behavior, there's these, you know, ties to not eating a good breakfast. Like I want to get all sciencey and I want to reference all the studies. And when I go to submit it to my boss, she's like, okay, let's back up a little bit. Like <laughs> we don't need to know all that. I'm like, yes, we kind of do. It's important, but not everybody has those same quirks that I do. So. Yeah. So I think definitely it's playing to your strengths again in your training. If you're doing training, play to your strengths. If you're a researcher, do lots of research. If you're a person who likes to teach a thing and then have people echo it back to you, do that. Play to your strengths, I think is is a great, uh, a great takeaway from that. Is there anything else you want new directors or new trainers to know before we wrap up? Yeah. Um, the most important thing that I have found when I do my trainings, because I do a lot of, you know, Zoom trainings, a lot of in-person trainings, and I can be a lot. Um, I'm loud. I, I can be, a lot. I talk a lot. Um, I know that I've been told that a lot, um, but I also stay true to who I am. And so like, I'll be in the middle of a training and I will literally stop and say, okay, you know what? Forget the slides I have. Let's talk about this real talk. Like, I know you guys are sitting here going, well, why are you telling me that color mixing is important when it comes to like a science activity or something and putting the book, like, why do I need to know that? Like, I know you guys think I'm crazy but I'm not, this is the reason why we need to do it. And I'll stop myself sometimes. And I'll be like, look, I know you guys are so tired of hearing me talk. Just, just listen to me for a second. This is giving me one more minute, you know, or like, I'll stop and tell them the story. And if I have no problem, I can laugh at myself all day long. Um, I do a lot of mm, not so smart things. I like to call myself a, a smart, dumb person. Like I'm pretty intelligent, but I do things. And I just go, Oh my gosh, I can't believe I just did that. Um, so you know, I, I laugh at myself. I will talk a lot about like, Hey, I learned this the hard way. And I've got these other situations where it's like, it's okay to make mistakes, you know, and, and I'll leave in my spelling errors on my training sometimes just so that somebody will say something. And I'll be like, you know what? I know I did that. Like I did that on purpose. Tell me I'm wrong. Like you guys need to know you can do that. Like, tell me that I, you know, one, it tells me that you're paying attention to this is who I am. <laughs> like, you know, um, 
I remember I saw a meme years ago and it was like, um, dyslexics untie instead of unite. Um, and that's me. I'm like, yep, that's me right there. That's who I am. And that's what you're going to get out of me. So I love it. I love it. That is so, I love the, the own who you are, right? So basically own it, you know, be true to you, true, be true to yourself. There we go. (laughs) Yeah. See, I'll get there eventually. So So Erica, thank you so much for joining us. We are so glad that you were able to join this episode. We will definitely have you back on an episode where we talk about literally train the trainer. Um, That's been an episode that Carrie and I have talked about. Hey, we need to do that. So it sounds like we'll definitely have you back. We're going to do a series of those. Of course, I should probably write that down. Yes, please write that down. Um, If if I don't write it down, it doesn't happen. It doesn't exist. (laughs) And we say stuff in a lot of the episodes that we'll do an episode on that. But if we didn't write it down, people are, who knows, maybe there's people waiting in vain for, for topics from us. We've joked that we should go back and listen to like 140 episodes and make notes of all the ones we said we were going to do. Ooh, that hurts and my head. As someone who worked in media for a while, and that's actually what my degree was in, the worst thing is listening to yourself. Oh yeah, yep. well, we don't do it. <laughs> I listen to us, but I listen to us on fast forward speed. So I don't hear as many of the unnatural pauses or the ums. And last week I discovered a vocal tick I had that I had not noticed before. He listens to Kate thing. and Carrie the chipmunks. so So if you enjoyed this episode i want you to share this show with a colleague um or just listen to it five times so that you can get all of the the great jokes that erica made i'm i'm open to either one Um, if you leave us five reviews i'll send you five (laughs) t-shirts yes if you review this on your favorite podcasting app and take a picture of your review and send it to kate at texasdirector.org. She will send you a t-shirt, um, one of our um, Texas Director uh, superhero t-shirts. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to Child Care Conversations with Kate and Carrie. Want to learn more? Check out our website at texasdirector.org. And if you've learned anything today, leave us a comment below and share the show.